0: Hello readers, welcome to 20 questions with your favorite author, where we ask authors important questions like why would you agree to be on this podcast? I'm Kelly Colby, editorial director at Cursed Dragonship Publishing. Our guest this week is Chris Kennedy, a Webster Award winner and three-time Dragon Award finalist, Chris Kennedy is a science fiction fantasy author, speaker, and small press publisher who has written over 40 books and published more than 400 others. Called fantastic and a great speaker, he has coached hundreds of beginning authors and budding novelists. If he's not your favorite now, he will be after. to the podcast Chris I'm, I'm glad we could finally find a schedule that would work for both of us <laughs> well, thank you very much
1: for uh, having me and for being patient and, and working around uh, uh, everything we had going on for, for you know all of the folks that are watching uh, we've been working on getting together since January yep. it only took us six
0: months and we did it it finally happened it. I it love did. it I love it magic the magic of email pfm Pure yeah. magic. <laughs> oh, yeah. What does the right. F stand for? Fun. <laughs> that's not not what the F stands for. Um, mm. we're not a children's podcast, though. We're allowed. Yeah. How did you do? You know what? That's gonna be my first question. Okay. So
1: we have now found I thought, out... I thought the first question was how why did I agree to come? Oh, that's true. That or, or was that question? not really an actual question? You did say like this question. You didn't say that was.
0: Yeah, because I'm afraid if I ask that question, um people won't answer it in a way I like. So I'm not I'm not sure I'm ready for that one. So Chris, mm. why did you agree to be on this podcast?
1: Because I'd been drinking.
0: <laughs> Most accurate answer I've ever heard. That was, that was just true. when you
1: said that, I'm like, oh, I got this one. I can nail this one.
0: Oh I mean, you're trying to be in my podcast? It,
1: sure. That's, that's that's not actually why I agreed to do it, but it, it is, is actually true. <laughs> I was actually, I mean, so there's hey. no. Nah. But the the answer was you seemed like a fun person and, and I wanted to do it and and maybe I was happier than normal because we had been drinking. I
0: don't we were drinking. I mean, it was fun. Barcon is the best. It it
1: was fun talking with you then. So I figured it'd be fun talking with you now.
0: Excellent. Excellent. I have you fooled. (laughs) Now for the real (laughs) (laughs) I do, I do want to see the as a recipient of some of your valuable advice, some of it while we were drinking. um, I need to know. So you have a publishing company of your own, you have a series you're writing, you have many co-authors that you work with and create with, and you still help others to do what you're doing. Why do you do that?
1: Uh, wow. That, that's a, that's a harder one. Um, well, because I, I don't, I don't want this to sound crappy, but um, I like seeing people succeed.
0: Um, How and, can that and, be crappy?
1: Uh, well, I don't want it to sound like I'm egotistical or something like that. Cause, cause I'm really not. Um, I've, I've been blessed with a lot uh i am i am happy where i am in life uh i would like to see other people get to where they can be happy too and and if that means giving them a little bit of my time uh i'm i i don't mind doing that um you know sometimes my my wife has asked me a couple times why 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 did you stop and well because they needed a hand and you know it was something i knew and and i could i could Tell them, you know, about this thing, you know, that I know that they didn't. And, you know, it, hopefully it'll help them sell some books. And, you know, all right, so so uh, I'll stay up an extra five minutes late tonight. Big deal. You know, um, you know, I, I've I, honestly, I've been blessed with a lot of stuff. And, and um, you know, I, I want to see the folks succeed. I had uh, somebody at a con, you know, uh, asked me, you know, what what are your goals with CKP? Mm-hmm. And and I said, uh, I would like to see all of my authors make a million dollars. And uh, the guy said, well, don't you have a personal goal? I said, well, if they all make a million dollars, I'm probably doing OK, too. So, you know, <laughs> that, 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 you know, that'll all work out.
0: It'll all work out. No doubt. No doubt. Yeah. Um, So you give a lot of advice. I'm wondering, have you received any advice that's helped your writing career?
1: Uh, I've received a lot of advice and, and that is, um, you know, when, when I was starting out, I was, I, I not only got a lot of advice, but, but I also got some opportunities that I I probably didn't deserve. You know, I got into a couple anthologies early on when, when I really didn't, didn't know much about what I was doing. You know, I, I meant well. I tried hard, but but I hadn't I hadn't learned enough to, to really be good yet. You know, I mm-hmm. look at some of my early stuff and go, "Oh my God, how did oh, people yeah. read that?" I, um, don't we all? Yep, yep. Right, and and because of that, um, mm-hmm. just about every anthology we do at CKP, we try to to leave three or four slots open for, for open submissions so that um, other people can have a chance too. Um, I think uh, the, the Four Horsemen universe uh, has been very good for that. I think we've, we've been the first publisher for about 25 people now. Oh, uh, of course, the different anthologies and, mm-hmm. and different stories, um, you know, so, so we've, been, we've been successful in that. And, and, and we've been able to do that without, you know, dropping our standards or doing anything like that. Everybody that we bring in has been great, um, you know, because everyone just wants a shot. Just just right. give me a chance. I can I can do this. Um, mm-hmm. So so we try and do that and, and give as many people a, a chance as we can.
0: That's awesome. Um, so at a conference, I remember you explaining that you had an idea for a book on your drive home one day. So correct me if I'm mm-hmm. wrong, but this is what I remember. No, that's true. Home, that was, mm-hmm. Right. That's right. So you got home and you wrote. Like you just sat but, down and started writing despite your wife going, uh, what are you doing? <laughs> that you, that you know, is absolutely, you that was my first fiction, book. Right. And that's right, your first that, book. That's awesome. So I'm wondering, what was that idea that jumped into your head on your way home? Um,
1: so I had just started a new job. Um, right. and it was, it was for the Navy. Uh, I had been Navy 20 years, but my clearance had lapsed. Uh, mm-hmm. so, uh, I didn't have a clearance. So I had to go into work, but I couldn't actually work on anything um, until my clearance came through. But if I didn't right. show up at work, I didn't get paid. And I needed to get paid. Sounds like the military, I yeah. Uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> right. So, so I, I went in, and, and I was sitting there looking at um, CNN one day, and, and I saw a thing about the Detroit Auto Show. And the Chinese had brought some cars over. And they said, yeah, you know, if this goes well... Um, we're going to open up a plant uh, somewhere on the West coast, maybe Portland or Seattle. And I said, as I was driving home that day, I was like, man, if they were to do that, well, at least half the people in the, in the plant would be spies of some sort, you know, some sort of info gather. And if they did that, then, then this, and then they could do that. And then the Navy's nukes are all in Seattle and they could do this and that and this and that. And oh, my God, China takes Seattle. And that was Red Tide, the Chinese occupation of Seattle.
0: Wow. You were like, and, I must write this now. Right. Well,
1: the, the thing is, does China really want Seattle? No, we don't even want Seattle most days. <laughs> um, but, but they do want Taiwan. And if they were to take Seattle and go, hey, uh, want this if, back? You just, if you just do nothing for like three or four days while I, we do this other thing, we'll mm-hmm. give it back. And that was actually the the why they would want Seattle. Yeah, that's pretty um, and, realistic. And, and I did I did learn later that um, in the Chinese War College, um, mm-hmm. every year they game plan or role play a uh, an attack on a, a West Coast city. So that's something you don't you don't hear much about. But yeah, they do that every every year. Um, so so I had this great idea, and I'm like, you know, okay, I should write that down. But but what would I do with it? I don't I don't know any. I don't know any publishers. I don't know anything. I don't know anything about anything. I'm like, but it's a neat story. I could I, I could I I totally do this. Yeah, but, and I, I talked myself out of it. And uh, oh. I got home and walked in and, and my wife's like, hey, um, you know, dinner's going to be a little late because life, and I was like, oh, well, maybe I'll sit down and write this story. And I pulled out my laptop and started typing away. And she said, hey, what are you doing? And I said, I'm writing a story. And she's like, no, really, what are you doing? Because, because I'd never, I'd never said that I wanted to write a story. I'd never wanted to write a story, and oh. and then I had one. She, you know, I, I I tell this story, and she goes, God, do you have to do that? Do you have to tell that story? Because she's she's my biggest, she's my biggest fan, oh. um, and and she has given me support all, you know, ever since yeah. day one. Um, so you know, I I, I absolutely love her, and and she's been wonderful, and and I couldn't do this without her. But but that's a true story. That story does that. not make
0: her. That story does not make her sound unsupportive. It makes her sound like curious, like um. But you don't what write. The heck are you doing? what? <laughs> you don't write. I don't understand what? what's going on right now. <laughs> what got in your head? Yeah. Are you shoot What? Are you okay? What's in yeah. that mug? <laughs> yeah.
1: Um. But but it kind of turned out okay because you know yeah. I put it out and and it sold and uh better write the second half of the story. Okay, that's old and then. Uh, the, the group of characters from that, you know, I, I'd always been a huge sci-fi fan. Um, Mm -hmm. so I took all of those people and sent them to space and, and then that, that sold like crazy. And all of a sudden there, I was an author.
0: I just love that one. Well, you know, talking about being a sci-fi fan, because obviously sci-fi is, has to be one of your loves because you've got, your list is very heavy in, in sci-fi. So what is is it about that genre that draws you in?
1: Uh, the escapism. Um, you know uh, especially these days when mm-hmm. you know you, you turn on the TV, this is bad, this is bad, this is scary, this is awful. you know mm-hmm. you can pull out a book and, and go to a different world and and fight battles for the good guys um, and and go away and be somebody else and do something else and be the hero of your story. Mm-hmm. Um, and and you know those are the kinds of books that I write, you know the the ones where, you know, you, you have heroes, you have people doing the hard things, uh, the people willing to sacrifice right. um, and, and, and do, you know, do their all for, you know, the rest of the race or the rest of the group or the rest of whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that's that's what I want to read. So that's what I write.
0: I love it. Good choice. You know, it's funny how the news makes us feel like helpless. Like I can't do anything to change that. And reading fiction, we're not actually doing anything, but it does, it gives you hope instead. Uh, Absolutely. It's incredible.
1: Looking, you know, all of, all of my, um, my authors in, in Mm -hmm. like 20 through 21, productivity just went way down. And, and it was just because, you know, you just get beaten down so much um, I didn't watch the news at all, so <laughs> <this> <laughs> didn't hurt me. You're much. like I'm good. <laughs> yeah, I'm like yeah. You 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 do that thing, you know. Okay. Oh, I need a shot now. Okay, I'll go get a shot. Okay, good. You know, can can I play with you know the boys and girls again? Okay, great. Wait, um, let's go. <laughs> but but a lot of people really had a hard time the last couple of years um, being productive because um you know the everything just sucked the life out of them, sucked the joy, sucked the 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 energy. Um, mm-hmm. and and you know, it's just now starting to, to ramp back up again. You know, it's um, CKP Chris Kennedy Publishing. Um, we most of our authors uh do a lot of uh, uh conventions, you know, and and we love to get out in the people, and, and not being able to do that for a couple of years was hard uh, on the company, because that's, that's truly Same. how we market, you know, we uh-huh. go out and meet people and Hey, look, I'm a neat guy and I got these neat things and, mm. and take a look. And, yep. you know, that's, you know, not being able to do that hurt us. Um, mm-hmm. and it's, it's nice to be back to where we can.
0: Yep. 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 Kissing hands and shaking babies, as I say. Okay. Yeah, so, like so right. Same thing. So yeah. that first book that you were talking about, how long did it take you to finish it?
1: Uh, it did not take, it took me, gosh, um, well, that's, that's not true. It, it took me, well, I guess it took a, a little bit more than a month. Um, but. That story really was in your head. It, it, it really was. Um, mm-hmm. and, and it just, it, it wanted to be written. Um, mm-hmm. the, the thing was then, okay, what do I do with it? Yes. Um, cause I'd like to reference the, I don't know any editors. I don't know any publishers. I don't know any agents. I don't know anybody. And, mm-hmm. and, uh, so I'm like, oh, well, you, you send it off to agents. That's what you do. I know That's that what you do, you know, uh-huh. you write a story, you send it to agents. So, um, I sent it off to, uh, 75 of them. Um, I, I think, uh, half of them said no thereabouts. I'm, I'm still waiting to hear you know, from the rest I was gonna of say, a
0: bunch of them, nothing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I, I'm, you know, any day now, I'm sure they're going to get back to me. It's oh, only sure. been nine years now, um, but I'm, I'm sure I'm going to hear. They've um, almost got to you in their inbox. They're getting there. Yeah, well, there's, there's probably some that, that are looking through, you know, now going Kennedy, Kennedy. I remember that guy. Oh, wait, he's
0: successful now. What if I can still pick him up? Oh, yeah. No, You <laughs> missed the boat. <laughs> And aren't you glad they did?
1: <laughs> I, the, uh, yeah. when, when the um, uh, Janissaries, which was the first sci-fi book, the, the mm-hmm. third book I wrote, first sci-fi book, uh, after it sold its 20,000th copy or something like that, uh, I was at a conference and, and there was an agent. They're like, how many books have you sold? I said, well, it just sold its twenty thousandth. And they're like, you're an indie? Or actually, they back then they're like, "You're self-published and you sold twenty thousand books." Yeah, you're like, uh-huh. "Well, who's representing you?" You, I'm self-published, member. You just said. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, "Well, are you looking for somebody?" Nah, not so much anymore. I'm not sure what you can what what can you do for me? Mm-hmm. And and he explained that that basically he could take a a portion of my money, um, and do the things that I was doing. And I was like, hmm, okay. Hey, you got a card? Okay, thanks.
0: <laughs> Bye. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> and, and 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 I don't mean to make fun of agents, you know, uh, there are agents that do a lot of good. They made
0: work fun and, of us and, for a long time. So Yeah, oh,
1: they made fun of me for a long long time. And they time, still right. do to a certain extent. Right. So yeah. I, I I still don't need one. I still don't want one, but but some people for some people that's they're a good thing and and they have a part in the industry and and I don't begrudge them, you know, their their money. I'm just Well, this is one I'm of the, one there's no the wrong way. Yeah. there's no wrong way. There is no, and that's, if, if I have, if I know one thing, it's, there's no wrong way. You know, you want an agent, you should go get an agent. You want to mm-hmm. be in bookstores, you should go be in bookstores. Mm-hmm. You want to make a shit ton of money, go out and make a shit ton of money. That's, mm-hmm. that one's mine.
0: Just by the way. <laughs> um, Just in case you're wondering, that's my preferred method. Right.
1: Yeah. <laughs> some people, some people don't want to make money with writing. They think that, you know, there's a purity of writing and writing shouldn't yep. be about the money. And, and that's, that's wonderful. But but this is my job, and if I don't get paid, then my wife doesn't eat, and I love yep. my wife, and I want her to be able to do things like that. So it makes me. I'm sure me she sad also
0: appreciates I, this. Yes. <laughs> right. It makes
1: me sad when I can't feed my wife. So I, I have a very mercenary attitude about writing, um, because I'm in the business of writing. It's not right. something I'm doing for fun. This right. is my job, and and mm-hmm. if there wasn't a dollar amount attached to it i'd still be working for the navy mm-hmm. which also wasn't bad but
0: yeah you know
1: everything has its benefits everything does mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i enjoy being able to take vacation whenever i want without having to ask anybody i'm out i'm the boss i gotta go see, well, we'll see. you know my my daughter says hey you know i just just um you know have we have uh, no ac in our apartment building i can jump in the car and go rescue her i don't have to ask anybody i tell my wife, hey, I'm going
0: to go help Adri. And she's like, have fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And you're like, I will. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Well, that feeling, actually happened. I have been feeling you like last,
0: rescuing people.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that happened last summer. Uh, actually, a year ago today, my daughter said, hey, uh, uh, I, I got this job opportunity. It's in St. Paul, Minnesota. Uh, we live in North Carolina. She's like, I've never been to St. Paul. I don't know anything about St. Paul. I don't know if I'd like it. And I said, Let's go take a trip. So we jumped on, jumped on an airplane and went and took a trip, and we went and saw it. Whew. She didn't like it. The two I'm say, it might be nice in July, but give it a couple months. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when, when she met the first person, she was like, well, hey, we went to a pet store. She's like, hey, what, you know, how cold does it get here? What do you got to do with your dog? And and the lady says, well, I've got these custom made boots that they wear so that they can go in the snow and slush and freezing stuff. And my daughter, <laughs> went, my daughter went, I'm out.
0: <laughs> That's when you're like, can oh, you Miami. live here on purpose? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you, Clever of you your chose... daughter to ask the good questions, though. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. chose to live here? What? Right. I'm like, wait a minute, by choice. I need to hear this yeah. again. I'm sorry. Yeah. I mean you're stationed here. Okay, I get it. But wait, you want to be here? Hold on. I mean, <laughs> yeah. It's one thing to be stationed
1: somewhere. I get that. Yeah. I was in the get Navy that I here, get. I get that.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 Oh, madness. Madness. Yeah. Um the I'm gonna talk about your books a little bit. So sorry. Okay. Just just so you know. Sure. You sure. know, in case how, how is anybody gonna know I'm their new favorite author if we don't? Exactly. It's part of the gig, man. Yeah. So um, let's see. I want to talk about the revelation cycle novels. Okay. So the beginning, cause it's not just yours. There's a whole bunch of people, right? So this is in the four horsemen universe. Yes. Yes, it is. Okay. That is the
1: first, the first 12 books of the four horsemen universe.
0: I'd love it. And I've, We're going to give away one of those when we're done. If you came live. Um, if Yes. If you're live, see all you people listening in the, in the big old universe. If you want these free books, you have to come live. Um, right. We have, I, I thought it was interesting the way they were structured. Cause okay. I didn't realize that. Cause I've, I've interviewed a bunch of people. I've had, you know, Kevin Eikenberry on here. I've had, you know, Alan Webb on here. I've had a bunch of people that write in the universe. Um, What Kayla Krantz, she's one too, right Kayla? She, she does
1: not write in the universe
0: yet. Okay, gotcha. She was in something else. But so I had, so I've got a whole bunch of people in from that universe, right? And, mm-hmm. but I did not realize at the very beginning of it that it was Mark, um, who I've not interviewed, Mark, uh, is it Wandry? Wandry. 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 Okay. Mm-hmm. So Mark Wandry wrote the first one, then you wrote the second one, then he did the third, you did the fourth. Like, how did that work? How did you come up with that structure of storytelling?
1: It all started in a bar. <laughs>
0: As all good tales do, and and it really did well.
1: So so I would like to reference back to we do a bunch of conventions. Uh, mm-hmm. I was at uh, Incon Junction in Indianapolis, and Mark came up to me and he said, "Hey, I'd like to you know you look like you know what you're doing. You look like you're pretty successful. I'd I'd like to write a book with you." And I said, "Oh, um, okay. Well, hey, I'm I I've, I've got this series that I got to finish up, and then I'd love to do that." Mm-hmm. Um, and in there was the, the Theogony series, which was Janissaries, and and I was I was writing the second trilogy because the reader said, Hey, you you can't stop with one trilogy. We need more. So I was I was doing that. Mm-hmm. And um and he, he went off and, and was sad and thought I was just putting him off. Um, flash forward a year, we're we're both back at in conjunction, and mm-hmm. I go, Hey Mark, you know, I've I've cleared my schedule, I'm ready to do mm-hmm. this thing, you know, what what's your, what's your project? And he's like what? <laughs> Wait, you really said, I, said, I said last year you said you wanted to do something. Did you did you still want to do something? He's like, I didn't think you wanted to. I I thought you were just you know putting me off. I was like, No, I really had something I was doing, but but I'm done now. And you know, so let's let's do it. He's like, Well, I've I've already started. And I said, Okay, well tell me tell me what you're doing. And he says, Well, you know, there's 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 this, you know, it's science fiction. There's this thing. And I said, OK, well, you've started, right? And he said, yeah. And I said, well, you know, let me let me see. Let me see what what you got. And he's like, OK, well, I can I can email it to you. OK, cool. So so he emailed it to me that day. And, and I stayed up way too late reading it because I didn't want to put it down. I was like, well, that's a good awesome. sign. Yeah. I, I need to be part of this. So I, I went up to him the next day and I said, "Yeah, man, you know, I got I got your thing, and I'm 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 pretty I'm pretty sad about it." He's like, "Oh, you didn't like it? You I, I was like, "No, I'm sad because I stayed up past my bedtime. I didn't get any sleep, and it's awesome." And and we got to do this, and he was like, "What? What? what? You know?" And I was like, "Yeah, let's let's do this thing." That's awesome. So so we then went into the into the bar, and he's like, "Yeah, you know the." Uh, this thing is the Four Horsemen Universe, and and there's so there's going to be four different mercenary companies. It's it's mercenary warfare, you know, wearing giant mecha suits. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh yeah, I like I like me some mecha. Me huh? um, and he's like, okay, so here are the four companies, and and you know they're they're based on historical mercenary companies. And he said, you know, I, I'll write two, and you write two, and I was like okay, uh, which two are you doing? And he said, this one and this one. And I said, okay, that's great. I don't want either of the other two. I said, I want to pick my own. And he was like, okay, I don't care. And I said, okay, great. And and so I, I picked two other mercenary companies that kind of meshed with what I wanted to do, uh-huh. you know, and, you know, cause he had, he had, uh, he had some neat ones, but, but I wanted to kind of make them, you know, this is a, a global thing. So I wanted Uh, I've got one that's the golden horde, you know, they, they come from Mongolia. So, you know, that, that opens it up to, you know, a little bit more.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Um, And, and we, we went into the bar and talked for about an hour about how we were going to do it and what we were going to do. I actually completed my book, my first book, which is the second book in the series before he completed his because I got so hyped up that, you know, I wanted to write it and I, you know, so you're like, I must finish it. It won't let me like, sleep. Yeah. He's like, okay, well, that can be the first book. And I'm like, no, no, no. I didn't write it as the first book. His book was written as the first book and is the good intro to to the the you know, the world. series. Uh uh-huh. Where whereas my my uh main character in the, the my first book, the second mm-hmm. book, is imperfect. And and it would not it would not make as good a first book. People would read it and go, eh don't know that i need to try another one but see if they're already hooked on mark's first book and they read this and they're like oh mark's got another book you know and then they'll stay and and it's worked out really well that way but but it was never written to be the first book but now looking back 80 books into the series because yes there's 80 books into the series um you know the he's got the best arc of anybody because he started low you know so he's now uh come the furthest done the most and and is one of the most likable characters now when people cheer for him but he wasn't always it took some that time way. but you gotta you, you gotta you gotta grow if mm-hmm. if you're already perfect how do you grow i mean yes, look at some yes. of the superhero yep. movies yep. right if, if Instead, you they have to make, make them perfect, go bad
0: because they have nowhere to grow so they have to make turn right. them bad so they can right. then where's, grow
1: where's the story if you're bulletproof and invisible Mm-hmm. You know, you do anything you want. Yep. yep. So, no, so I, I, I wrote him that way on purpose. Um, awesome. and, and he is actually one of, my, one of my favorite characters that I've ever written.
0: Do we have music on for some reason? I think Zepho changed the scene. Are we good? He's talking. We can't hear him. He wanted to interrupt because he likes editing. He thinks it's uh, fun. Okay. I think he said a thank you because somebody followed us on Twitch oh yeah well you're gonna have to cut this part out now so congratulations he meant to turn that off he just forgot that's right. right look I'm putting a cut so you know where to cut we're trying to figure out what symbol to use so he doesn't have to listen to the whole thing anymore that's right see symbol we did the symbol all right so um. The, uh, that's a great story. So I had no idea where that came from. That's very cool. Because I hadn't yeah. seen that before, right? The every other, every right. other. So I, I right. really so, like that. So we did, we did the
1: first four. Mm-hmm. And, and then we wanted to expand the universe. So we uh, we we talked to our author friends and said, hey, we're doing an anthology. Who'd be interested in writing this Mecca in this Mecca Merc world? Um, and, and I was hoping to get uh, 14 uh, stories so that we could do an anthology. But all of our friends loved the universe so much. They're like, me too, me too, to me too, me <laughs> too. The 14 stories became 42. And all oh. of a sudden, I now have three anthologies. That's um, why you have so many. I was wondering. Fistful of credits. Um, yeah, for a few credits more in The Good, the Bad, and the Merc. And those stories were so good that, that the readers went, hey, I need to know more about that guy. I need to know more about that girl. Hey, tell me more about that Peacemaker, Kevin Eikenberry story. Number five book in the, the series is Peacemaker, because people. Like, Kevin, you like want to write some books for us? <laughs> that's exactly what happened. Well, the, the <laughs> thing was, I was at a con and, and I asked Chuck Gannon to to write a story. And he's like, I can't. But have you met this guy, uh, Kevin Eikenberry? You know, he, he mm-hmm. seems like he's got it going on. You should contact him. So, uh, hey, Kevin, Chuck Gannon said to look you up. We're doing this antho. And would you be interested? He's like, sure. He writes a story. I'm like, hey. You're not done yet. How about writing me a full-length story? Sure. Hey, this this Peacemaker thing the the readers like it. You wanna you wanna do a whole series on those? Sure. Okay. You wanna manage some other people and write more on it? Sure. You know. So the the Rise of the Peacemaker story or Rise of the Peacemaker series has uh, eleven books, I think. Um, you know, half of them are by him. He's got other stuff. He's got stories in the anthologies. You know, because he said yes to this one anthology, he's now got about uh, six or eight books in the series and, and a whole pile of short stories, and it's opened up some other opportunities, and, you know, it's
0: the power of saying yes. You know, you, know? you would think, though, that a man... Excuse me, with the military background, you know, like us as well, would have learned to say no to volunteering yourself. But no, we never learn, do we? We just don't learn. No, no. no. well, <laughs> we and, and as authors,
1: <laughs> as authors, when you're given an opportunity to, you know, I didn't say, hey, if you write a good enough story, I'll publish it. I right. said, you write a story, and I'll publish it. And it's published. And he, uh, and he was okay. like, all right, I'm in. Uh-huh. Okay. I'm doing it. Then, then write the book. Okay, I'm in. You know, and awesome. They they've had they've had you know quite some success so he's he's done pretty good because he said yes i adore kevin he's a great guy he is he absolutely is he is he is uh one of the couple people that you know i i wish were my brothers close enough man yeah i adore him well he he just lives in the wrong darn state he needs to be
0: closer (laughs) colorado's too far so many of them live in colorado by them i mean lots and lots of writers yeah yeah yeah, it's it's it's
1: crazy. It's like there's some sort of cult there or something. I don't know. It's bizarre.
0: <laughs> yeah, writing cult. The
1: cult of Kevin J. Anderson and his word fire. You will write. I will, think
0: write. That's, I will think that's make it. you. These little fingers and all these little pies over there. I think that's what it is. Um well, so the anthologies, talking the anthologies, because oh, I saw right you right have a lot King of J. anthologies. Anderson. I'm sorry?
1: I said, I like Kevin J. Anderson, too. Don't go running oh, to him saying I said something go. bad. I wasn't saying anything bad. He knows we all adore him, too. It's all good. Well, um, I was I was the master of ceremonies uh, a couple of weeks ago at Liberty Con, and I got to introduce him.
0: See? That's the time for all the bad jokes, and he'll love it. Also yeah, well, love the like, bar got, stories got, with
1: I him. To, Let me see. I got to kind of dig a couple times in there, too. So <laughs> see? Fun. Exactly.
0: And he takes it, man. He
1: gives it, too, so be careful. He does. He does. But, and 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 that's, you know... <laughs> As a naval aviator, that's all I asked for, you that's know, right. come right back at me. I'll,
0: I'll enjoy it just as I much. I got it. I got it. We've yeah. got this, man. We've got this. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. You have to quit saying that though. Cause I really want to talk about Top Gun, but we're not going to. Okay. So the,
1: um... I, I did uh, as, as part of master of ceremonies, I got down on my knee and sang, you know uh, you've lost that loving <laughs> feeling to the con chair at opening ceremonies. Yes. Yes, I did. <laughs> I called forth the CKP choir All of the CKP authors came forward, we all sang it, I was on one knee, by the end of it, everybody in the audience is singing too. Uh, Brandy is bright red, she's crying, it's it's (laughs) awesome.
0: That, by the way, is why you hang out with writers. Anyone wondering, that is the reason right there. Yeah, yeah, people, it's one of the things, why did you want to become a writer? I'm like, because I get to hang with other writers, that's part of the fun. (laughs) Definitely on that it's list. Fun. Exactly. Because they're amazing. Um, but the anthologies, I'm wondering. So speaking to the readers, because sometimes you know, readers love anthologies, other times they're like, eh, what is the benefit to the readers in, in picking up these anthologies? Because we hide all sorts of things in the anthologies. You miss the anthology,
1: you miss out. Every oh, book yeah, that inside we publish jokes. every book that we publish in the 4HU is important to mm-hmm. the storyline because We don't always have room to put all everything we need in the main books. So sometimes we stick some very interesting things in there and, and people be, people are reading later in the series and they're like, man, I, where did that come from? And, and on the the Facebook group, there'll be like six or eight people in a row that went, didn't read the anthology, did you? (laughs) I'll bet you didn't read the anthology. Yeah, you should have read the anthology. You should go back and read the anthology, you know? So, guess what they buy that night? <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and so, so you get that. You also get origin stories for some of your favorite characters. Um, right. You get different looks at different things, and and mm-hmm. it's it's all worthwhile. Uh, every story that I write in there now, I try and make sure that I put something very valuable that you will want to know later.
0: Smart, 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 smart. So that, I mean, that's not a reason to read. Which, now, I like anthologies, but, you know, everyone doesn't. So that is a very good reason to well, read.
1: I never liked anthologies. How about that? Mm-hmm. I hated short stories. I couldn't mm-hmm. understand for the life of me why you would want to write a short story. <laughs> and then I got doing it, and I went, oh, huh, I see. this is kind of fun. I like a this. powerful tool. And, and <laughs> some, pe- some people hate them because they're like, well, I don't have enough room to do yeah, but you can do this and you can do that and
0: and ooh, look at this look at how you can end this. Oh. Uh, you know, so
1: so those like of it. fun
0: things. Yeah, they help me um write characters better. Mm-hmm. So sometimes you if you have something you're not good at, right? You write that short story, you can really nail that one aspect of the story.
1: It it makes you learn to condense and mm-hmm. tell the important stuff. Yep. You know, it it helps you stay focused on on what you need to be talking about. Mm-hmm. Rather than we
0: look at me, I'm it's gonna 100,000 words, flower. I'm gonna write about this tree, <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> and the fairies that live in it until you give it to me, the editor, and I take care of it for you. Um, and and
1: mm-hmm. one last thing, why else yes. should you read those? Because they give you a look at a lot of different authors, and you may very yes. well find somebody that you didn't think you'd like. Oh my god, this guy is great this gal is awesome. Um, I know that uh, in the first uh, anthology, Casey is Mm
0: -hmm.
1: crying, literally crying tears, not because it was dusty crying. That's how powerful it was. And, and, and she made a lot of converts, you know, with that story, people still talk about it. You know, it's, it's book number five out of Eighty and people go, yeah. But do you remember Gilded Cage, Casey Azell back in Fistful of Credits? Oh yeah. Oh wow. Oh that one. Ah,
0: wow. That's awesome. It's so cool to be able to have that power. Good for her, her, her. him, her. Casey. Her. Sorry, Casey yeah, could be either. So it's girl Casey
1: because we have CKP, the Four Horsemen universe has both a girl Casey and a boy Casey, and we call them such. Girl Casey, boy Casey.
0: And boy Casey, just so you know which yeah. one it is. I mean, they they were
1: both in the Air Force together. So they, you know, they're, they're friends. And actually, Girl Casey is the person that uh, introduced us to boy Casey and said, this guy can write and you should take a look. And I said, okay, cool. Um, if I don't know if you follow football at all, uh, Bear Bryant, coach of Alabama, uh, he was a historic figure. He, he trained a bunch of other coaches. Then they trained a bunch of other coaches under them. And so everyone talks about his legacy because, you know, all of these coaches, you know, through down, you know, down through like three or four generations, you know, Mm -hmm. all came from him and have the same. Well, she's 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 the Bear Bryant of CKP because she's got she's she's vouched for like six different authors. And now they're bringing in new people. and
0: (laughs) That's all. So. so you really shouldn't call her Casey at all, you should just call her coach. Could. Could yeah. absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And don't tell her why. <laughs> That's she would she'd have to know. She she'd she... <laughs> figure it out. <laughs> I'm not leaving until you until you tell me why you calling me coach. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we talked about a lot of writing and um your company. What, what question
1: are we up to yet?
0: I don't know. We're on 11, but there might have been a few extra in the middle because we're having fun. Okay. Um, I, 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 I would just like needed, to I needed a scoreboard. You need a scoreboard? I think yeah. I'm going to change the podcast to be 20-ish questions with your favorite author. Okay, <laughs> cool. I'm fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, the, so creatives have to recharge occasionally too, right? So we've talked a lot about all of that kind of stuff and, and then what you do in your writing and your business. But what hobbies do you enjoy to refill your cup?
1: Going to cons.
0: I, I, fine. I,
1: I, I don't really have a lot of hobbies at the moment. I used to play golf a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, I haven't played in, in a while actually since we moved here to North Carolina. So I can't say, I can't say golf is my hobby. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I, I enjoy traveling with my wife. Um, mm-hmm. we have a, a class C RV and you know, we'll, we'll go places and, mm-hmm. um, you know, that's that's a lot of fun going in and seeing new things. And, and a lot of times that leads to new ideas, you know, as you as you see this and that or the other thing. And, ooh, I need to put that in a story or wow, that guy was really a jerk. Now I know my next villain and it's him.
0: We have to meet the characters in order to create the characters. Right. I, the game, I mean, man.
1: A lot of things we write about are, are things that we see every day or, you know, using different people, you know, in different ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, I my <clears throat> my wife's uh, adopted grandfather uh, was a uh, stormtrooper in World War II for the Germans. And, oh, wow. and and I have I have a character for him in a book that that I've got the first chapter written that mm-hmm. uh, hopefully Bill Webb and I will get to at the end of uh, at the end of this year. It's, it's a story I've been carrying for about four years in my head, but I, I don't have the history um, to, to do it well, which is what I'm going to do with Bill Webb um, because between us, we can make this everything it ought to be. Mm-hmm. But, but I know this guy, I, mm-hmm. <laughs> this guy, this guy, he was, when the British captured Mussolini at the end of world war two, mm-hmm. he was one of the squad leaders for the Germans that went back in and took him back. Ooh, wow. He was a bad, bad man. Yeah. Um, in, in all of, in, in every sense of the word, you know, mm-hmm. he, was, he was a very hard man doing a hard job. You know, he was a paratrooper that when the war was going bad, they would dump his unit in, they'd get control. They'd pull them out and dump them into the next place. Um, he, and and I, I i didn't get to spend much time with him i but one night you know sitting in the kitchen he told me all of his war stories um he had this smile line and it wasn't actually a smile line it was he was in uh, uh, algeria and the, a guy jumped off of a building with a scimitar and tried to take his head off and he leaned back and it laid open Hot his cheek out. and he said so i dealt with him and then i went over here and did, you know that was it
0: He killed that
1: guy. Yeah, so I dealt. I dealt with him, and then I went over and did this thing, and you know, it was nothing more than just that was what you did. It was war. He's a tough guy.
0: He had to be, or
1: he would not have survived in one piece. He was the only one out of his class that survived the war. Holy moly! Because he was he was meaner than anybody. (laughs) He was meaner. (laughs) But but he's a great character. I mean, having met him and, and talked with him, he is he is exactly the, the character I needed for um, this story to be this tough German World War II you know, uh, leader that, that is now going to go back in time to 1776 and walk through um, the uh, you know, Constitutional Convention, not the Constitution, but the Declaration of Independence and wipe out every single person there. Oh, lovely. That's where it starts out. Good ben Franklin's plan. Ben Franklin's laying on the floor, bleeding out, or Thomas Jefferson's bleeding out, watching Ben Franklin die. That's that's oh. the first that's the first uh, prologue.
0: Well, that's not good because without the French, yeah. we're screwed, and Ben brought the French, so we're kind of screwed now. Everybody that
1: was in there was somebody important at the time.
0: Holy now moly! It it. Yeah. Holy moly! Yeah, that so, sounds. So terrifying i mean interesting really cool and terrifying
1: alt history it, it's i do like uh we have actually got the the first several chapters written now and and bill's seen it and bill's like oh hell yeah i, I want in
0: and he loves history so, so much he's the right oh man. he does and yeah and
1: he is he i is, have his world and,
0: war ii book
1: yeah, he's an mm-hmm. expert on, on all of this stuff and and he mm-hmm. can carry off, you know, making sure that that I don't do something dumb that will get the, the real historians to look at me and go, well, he said it was a TX one oh five and it was actually a TX one oh six because they switched in May in May 17th and this is May 18th. And so he would have and I'd be like, It's a <laughs> fun story. Just read it for fun. Just
0: have fun. I did but, the best but you I did. But
1: you got to have the details right, or, you know, a lot for of people. For that
0: specific genre a lot of old do. history
1: yeah. people get upset, so.
0: That's like making lit RPG without tables. You'd be out. I'm sorry, man. You don't have tables. This is not a lit RPG, and they're going to kick you out. Yeah. So you got another
1: genre. You vote you off the island. You're <laughs> gone. Right.
0: It's like, but I have other stuff. Sorry. Yeah. Um, That's
1: fine. But you're not you're not allowed to sit at this but, table. But you're not I'm here.
0: Sorry. sorry. Yes.
1: You can go sit with the other people. <laughs> Sorry, we call that, them right, losers. That stuff. Yeah.
0: <laughs> exactly. Okay, we are on our lightning round here. Here we go. Here we go. Lightning. Okay, <clears throat> here we go. We have, what is your favorite flavor of ice cream?
1: Uh, chocolate chip cookie dough.
0: Oh, good choice. Can zombies climb? Yes. Okay. Polos or button-ups? Uh, polo. <clears throat> Um, what is your term for, you know, the fizzy drink that so many of us consume? Do you call it soda, pop, Coke, or something else?
1: I grew up in the, in the South. It is Coke. What flavor of Coke do you want? I drink Pepsi, Diet Pepsi flavored Coke, (laughs) even though they're not even from the same company. Nope.
0: But that's why I asked. Okay. Coke it is. Well, my Um, wife's Canadian and she pops. Gotcha. I'm soda, so it is what it is. All right, pick one, Star Trek or Star Wars?
1: Uh, I like both for different reasons. But, but I'm, I'm, more a, I'm more a science fantasy, so I'll take Star Wars. Fair. What is your
0: favorite band or
1: musician? Um, right now, well, Jimmy Buffett um, for all time. Uh, and, and I listen to him majority of my writing time uh also listen to two steps from hell which has the big epic orchestral music when i'm writing
0: battle scenes uh-huh uh-huh dire straits i love it. dire straits too i'm gonna say you know with your big like sci-fi battle scenes jimmy buffett just doesn't i can't, I can't doesn't, see... that doesn't
1: that doesn't get it yeah
0: yeah, yeah two, know, two steps that... from hell That one will (laughs) work. Do you know Two Steps from Hell? I do. I have have some of their videos on my thing, too. No, it's a good choice. That'll work. Jimmy Buffett, mm, not so much. Um, What is your least favorite chore around the house?
1: Uh, Cleaning up dog poop. That is a good choice.
0: All right, so No, it's not a good
1: choice. It's a sucky choice, but my wife won't do it, so.
0: Well, having dogs is a good choice. How about that? Where yeah. you don't have to put little boots on them. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yes. yes. And then they're a good choice. <laughs> nice. Mm-hmm. Nice. Nice callback. Thank you. Thank you. Now, where can fans find you and your work? Uh, they can find me at chriskennedypublishing.com.
1: Uh, sure. They can also find us on uh, Facebook. Uh, we have a, um, a Facebook group that people are welcome to join. It's called The Factory Floor. Um, and if you are interested in the Four Horsemen universe... Uh, There is the Merck Guild, uh, 4HU, and you can just search 4HU and search 4H or search uh, factory floor. Come join us. We have fun. All the authors are there, Uh, not just me, but uh, probably about uh, 30 or 40 authors. Uh, So if you ever wanted to just, you know, chat with an author, they're all right there.
0: There they are. I love it. I love it. Well, now that Chris is your new favorite author, please make sure to review his work wherever it is you pick your books up. And you can also review us uh, wherever it is you get your podcast. You can also, um, let's see if I get it right. You can also subscribe. subscribe. Like and subscribe. Yeah, that's what I'm getting to, right, right. You can subscribe on YouTube and follow us on Twitch. And we would love to see you next week when we have J.D. Astra. We'll see you then.